0: Alright guys, welcome to episode 117 of the Different Animals Podcast, it's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we talk about RRR, we talk about what we do in the shadows, Uh, we talk about the downfall of shows that are on the air too long, Uh, we talk Mm -hmm. about a fantasy football draft, all the anxiety that brings, we talk about all the anxiety going into Don't Worry Darling, and (laughs) how everybody seems to be on a different page doing some different shit, um... And lastly, we talk about the, uh, when doing your job too well backfires, (laughs) but first. Uh, start with some things that have been happening uh, more recently for us and I'll let you start
1: yeah yeah so uh, this week I watched um, one movie and one finished one show uh, the movie was RRR um, okay. which is uh, stands for rise something rise something revolt it, it's just like a like a placeholder name um and it's on netflix and i believe i mentioned it on here before with in terms of like wanting to go see it in theaters um mm-hmm. but i kind of just gave up and i was like well it's not like coming back i'm just watching it at home um because it's on netflix it's been on netflix for a little bit now um and it was fantastic it was really great um so the story is is hmm huh. It's an Indian movie, but it's not Bollywood. It's like a, it's a different type. It's like from a southern state. It's called like Tollywood or something like that. Okay. Um. But so it tells a story. It's like uh, two of their biggest actors from that industry or from that type of cinema. Um. They start in this historical, big historical epic, where these guys, um, who live in nineteen twenties India when it was still under colonial rule, they um, they join forces. I don't know how to say. They come together on, like, an adventure. Um, but the movie is three hours long, so it's, like, a big adventure. It's, like, an epic, right? You see them, you know, meet, become friends, have a falling out, you know, figure things out, and, and you know, just have this big, grand adventure. Kind of, like, you know, something, something like, like Titanic, right? Where it's, like, a, just, like, a big story with lots of actions and lots of, like, lots of extra characters and locations and stuff. Um and the action is like some of the best like I've ever seen. Like each action sequence is huge. Like it was so big that I think they got a whole episode of CGI artists react um, just for the movie. Um, and yeah, yeah. And uh, Patrick H. Williams he did a video about about the movie too of how it's like one of the best movies you've never seen. Um, and so yeah, I, I totally recommend it. Um, you know, it is long; it is three hours, um, but I never, it never f- dragged but I was like you know after an hour and a half there's a part where you think oh this is the climax this is the finale like, well you know there's there's a little bit more okay but you're never like oh my gosh I can't believe we got like, more to go it's like oh we got more to go let's see what happens right right um but uh but yeah it, it, it it's fantastic I, I really really liked it it's uh it's on Netflix right now yeah
0: damn all right it's a uh, pretty good review um yeah Point three hours is long, but I, I I have seen that episode mm-hmm. um, where they talk about it. So it seems like it seems like it's an, a wild movie, and like even the the picture I looked at is like it was like one dude riding on another guy's shoulders while having a shotgun in each hand. It seems yeah. like it's a ridiculous
1: movie. Yeah, yeah, and so that's it. So I've you know, always heard. I've always, you know, seen the, the little clips on Twitter and stuff, right? People go, oh my God, can you believe they do this action? And it's like, it, it's a car, it's like a dude jump, like driving a car and he's like, I want to light a cigarette. So he like opens the door and he like lights it. And then there's one where like a guy like holds up like 20 machine guns all at once and he shoots them around. Like it, it's always, how can I say, it's always like this over the top stuff that is completely detached from any kind of weight whatsoever, right? It's right. like a guy rides... You know, a motorcycle with one leg while he holds a lady in a right leg while he climbs a mountain. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's like okay, all right. But this and this is sort of not over the top, but it is. It's big, but I would say it's big in the way that something like Furious, Fast and Furious Six is. Right, um, you've seen that one, right? Fast and Furious Six. The I don't. I don't know if I have. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of one. That would be similar to that. But it, it's like that. It's like a Fast and Furious action movie. It's not, you know, there's there's a scene in that one where they're uh, chasing in the highway. And Vin Diesel gets thrown off of a tank. And he catches mm-hmm. Letty, who's also in the air at the same time, and they land on the car. So it's like, right, oh, it strips it just to the edge. But it always, it always has a weight, right? And I feel like that's what mm-hmm. this is. Where I was going into it, or maybe when I first heard of it, I was like, oh, people just like it. Not ironically, but they like it because it's like over the top, and that's not my thing. But yeah. this one is I, I it's kinda of hard to explain. Like you, you know when you see it, right? When you watch the action sequences, like there's weight to it because they do get like fucked up, like people get like cut and messed up and stuff. Um mm-hmm. but it's 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 still big and over the top, but it's not that cartoonish, it's not Looney Tunes.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's three hours, so I don't know that I'll uh, get around to watching it. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, definitely, it, it 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 seems interesting. Yeah, uh, at the very least,
1: it wouldn't surprise me. The way it's edited is, um, it wouldn't surprise me if online you had like, kind of like how when I when I watched the uh, Irishman, they were like websites or infographics that told you exactly where to stop for certain parts of the movie. And it Mm -hmm. would not surprise me at all if there was a... uh, Let me see, like a... Split up... Watching guide. Yeah, watching guide thing. Like, for the Irishman, it was like, you know, when... um, Jimmy went into the kitchen, stop there. Mm -hmm. And... Wouldn't surprise me if there was something similar. I would have to find it. I just Googled it real quick, but there really isn't anything on there. But like, for example, yeah. like the opening sequence, the opening title uh card hits about like 40 minutes in. B-
0: but Jeez, you, know, yeah. you know exactly
1: where, right? It's like the perfect one. Like something happens and then it drops, it goes bam, Rrr. you go, fuck yeah, movie, let's go. <laughs> um and uh and, so, yeah, I'm, and I'm sure there's like little uh, let me think. I can describe it. I would say if you can, before that title sequence at 30, there is an opening scene that sort of sets up the story. There is an action sequence that in- introduces one of our characters, and then mm-hmm. an action sequence that introduces the other guy. Mm-hmm. I would say if you have some time, I definitely recommend watching just the, those first three, or if you want just those first two, just so you can be like, mm, let me see what this is, right? And then from mm-hmm. then on, you can like watch it. And then, when you see like a big dramatic change in scenery or, or like, oh, it's next day, you can stop it and then just watch it in parts that way. Um, because okay. the story is, is, I mean, it's, it's, oh, that's another thing is that I thought I was like, oh, it's like those movies where kind of like how I was saying last week, where Drunken Master, where I was like, oh, it's just like, you know, like a reason to have action sequences, um, wrapped around, you know, basically them being like, we can do all of these crazy action sequences, we just need like, the most barest through line of story all the way through. Yeah. Right. Um where I feel like this is a great story. This is the this is like this is the, the story is just as strong as the action where, you know, I, I'm imagining the uh that meme of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers doing the the new sign up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. 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 It's like the story. And the action or both are both as strong. So there's not a situation where you can be like, well, I don't want to just watch it for action. And then the story is like, no, no, no. Like, you actually care about the two main characters. And each one has like a certain reason for doing the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they're both totally valid. So I think, like I said, I think if you have like, trying think of how short those one. I mean, they're each like 10, 15 minutes, like those first three like scenes, okay. watch those. And if you're like, that's actually pretty good and it looks great and it's like something I'm into, then you can watch the rest of the movie like short chopped up if you're like no nah, this even you know, if you're like no nah, this is too like out there even for me like it's way too outlandish not interested then i mean you, know, you can you know um yeah bail because the rest of the movie is basically like that level of um that level of action Action, yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah uh you know i'll give that a
0: shot for sure mm-hmm. um so that's uh RRR and mm-hmm. uh, what else what else have you watched
1: yeah, I watched uh, the fourth season of What We Do in the Shadows. So mm-hmm. um, I've talked about this one on here before. I think right when we started the so. yeah, the epi- the podcast, I had seen episode or seasons one or seasons one and two, and then around this time last year, I did season three, and then I just finished season four. Um, and I would say I think it's very good still, mm-hmm. but we're kind of in that like the says, show has
0: run its course thing like
1: sort of like it's how can I say it? it's like Chick-fil-A where you know what you're gonna get and it's still better than most of the other fast food chains but you mm-hmm. know it's not the best right you know it's not like right. the peak of this TV it's not that lasso of this format it's not Ted lasso it's not hacks right it's familiar and at this point well at this point it's familiar but it's very good right mm-hmm. you would never go into a season or an episode being like oh, fucking go through this show here we go <laughs> right like it's it's right. still really good um and one of the episodes is i was talking to my my friend kelly and she i, text, I was texting her about the episode i was like i am dying laughing at this bit of this episode in mm-hmm. this bit and she's like that, that episode was my second favorite one that they've ever done. And I was like, I think so too. I agree. And by the time it was done, I was like, that was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, They do, uh, the episode is they do, throughout the season, they sprinkle in this little fake show mm-hmm. where it's like, a, like twins that are fixer uppers, kind of like those real life twins. Yep. And so basically they they take the doctor, commit their crew, and they go to the vampire house to be like, we're going to fixer upper in this old vampire house. And it's like mm-hmm. sort of the same tropes so. of, of that thing, yeah. Like, uh, have, do you watch those or have you ever seen those HGTV? Like, yeah, yeah, like those shows. Yeah, yeah, I was telling my friend, I was like, I know my exposure to those is very limited. Literally, the only exposure I have to them is from when I go to the dentist, they're always playing those because <laughs> I always catch like literally like a whole episode, and just that one episode gives me enough context for those kinds of shows, yeah. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, that episode was great. The season as a whole was, was solid. The characters are so awesome. Um, they're all so unique. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, I, I think if if you're somebody who, who wants to watch like a really great, co- I mean, season two is I think the peak of the show. But if you want to watch like a really great comedy with some great characters in all time, like comedic, I mean, each one of them is so good and like all time comedic characters. Um i think it's totally worth it i think it's i think the season had 10 or maybe eight or 10 episodes i'm gonna say 10 each one is like a half hour they're like very length like they never go they're between like 22 minutes and 30 minutes they never go above 30. um and they're really clever and really funny so i think it's totally worth it if you're somebody who's looking for a comedy but like i said before you know but that being said you know if you're somebody who doesn't have that much time you're like, oh, well, I want to watch other shows that you that you ever have mentioned. I would say, well, there's better ones, right? Like, okay, like, like they mm-hmm. mentioned like Ted Lasso, or Hacks, or Barry, right? So there's like three shows right. right there that if you were like, you know, better than this one, I would say yes. So, but if you're somebody who watches TV much more um, voraciously, then this one's there and, and it's pretty great. And um, apparently, it already got renewed for seasons five and six. Damn. Yeah. So. I'm hoping that, you know, hopefully six is the last season. I, I like shows really, you know, five, I think five or six seasons is perfect. Um, you know, kind of like, I'm hoping that um, The Boys eventually ends relatively soon. I'm hoping that, you know, I kind of like Barry's going to end after next season. I think having like a good solid four to six seasons and going out on your own terms on a high note, I think is the best for any show, for a comedy or a, um, a drama.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, I think the worst thing... To happen to something like Dexter where like I feel like if I'm not mistaken like four seasons in it was good and then like it just tail spins out of control for the last like two or three and then and then you everybody leaves that show with a bad taste in their mouth mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, True Blood I didn't watch that but I feel like I remember oh. a lot of people saying that one goes to shit dude, 100% um,
1: like and the weird thing about True Blood Excuse me. My goodness. Um, The weird thing about True Blood is that you can l- like literally like pinpoint the exact moment where it falls off a cliff. And it's it's it, it is the most biz- it's the most wild thing because the show is like like Silly Climbing season one's good. Season two is good. Mm-hmm. Season three is great. It's like one of the all time like fucking like pulpy camp like melodrama TV like every episode ends and you're like holy shit what's gonna happen? This has an all time TV villain and then Literally, literally, the finale happens, and then season one of season four happens, and then pff, off a cliff, dude. Just like, is pure that when the shit fairy show up? No, well, she, well, okay. Anna was a fairy, the, a fairy the whole time. So, um, okay. Yeah, that's why they were all into her because fairy blood lets you walk in the sunlight. But there were so, <laughs> there were first three seasons that were great, and so because they were so good, I went back and I watched the next three, and my god, like, they just. Sp- Straight off a cliff, dude. It is—it's <laughs> insane. Yeah, just like, just like, sh- like, you know, it's like you, you, the show had uh, sex with a really hot model and then immediately shit themselves in the bed. And you're like, well, "What are we doing now?" Right? What are we doing? It's yeah, but, you yeah. Know, yeah. If you're interested, in watching you, two you blinders, want the
0: shows to you want those shows to stop early on a high note, as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, you know keep going until. Until until it's a fucking disaster that can't be saved. Right,
1: right. I mean, we're seeing it. We saw when we were talking about House of the Dragon, where people were like, "Oh my God, Game of Thrones is perfect." And I was talking to a friend this past weekend, where I was telling him, I was like, "I feel like people are, I mean, clearly, people are still watching the the new show, right, The House of the Dragon." I feel like, um, you know, they're they're still willing to go back in because obviously some people didn't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because. The show at the very end shit itself. But if you... Even though the whole show, 92, 3% of the show is great. If you poop yourself the last bit, that's what people are going to remember, right? Like yeah. The Office. People love... Well, The Office is a little different because it had found Second Life on uh, you know, Netflix. And people still watch it regardless. But something like that, right? Where people go, well, you know, I love The Office. Seasons one through whatever are great. And then Michael leaves and then it's like, like crap, right? When the show should have yeah. ended when he left. So...
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it should. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, what we do in the Shadow of Season 4. Mm-hmm. It's Soapy. renewed for five and six. Hopefully, yep. hopefully, it stays strong through that, and then they, they leave on a high yeah,
1: note. Yeah, a nice, comfortable chicken sandwich from Chick fil
0: exactly. A. Exactly. A slightly less homophobic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we know. A yeah. comfortable chicken uh, sandwich <laughs> from Chick fil A. Yeah. Um, But, uh, so yeah, uh, the only thing I've done of note, um, because I'm uh, still playing Persona 5 Royal. The the amount of shit they added in that game is just out of control. Like, I I was not, this is like the best $10 investment in the game I've already finished for free. Like, uh, it's so much. But, so, uh, I'm still playing that. Don't have much to say. Um, But the only other thing we did of, of note this week was we had our fantasy football draft. And I got to say, I, I felt really good about my draft until the very the very moment it ended. I looked at the projections, and they were not great for you, boy. <laughs> and, and the same goes for you, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I, and I wish I could go back and see, like, last year's, and see, like, what... But I mean, it's impossible. I don't know if you can go... Well, no, you can go back, but I, would, I need to take a screenshot of... This year's uh, dra- uh you know, projections, and then save them mm-hmm. somewhere. Either send them to the group or save them. I'm actually sending them. To- I might do that right now after we record, and just so that it's like frozen in, in embers, so I can be like, yeah, go back at the end. you be like, see, they're bullshit, right? Yeah. The thing that <laughs> the thing
0: that was, uh you know, what we need, what it needs, it. I and there's no way for it to happen, obviously, but like I wish whatever algorithm it uses to make these projections right so i if you ever play chess on like a computer and app Mm -hmm. like as you make every move the computer will just like run like the next like 25 different scenarios and then we'll like there's a little meter on the top that's like half white half black Mm -hmm. and you know obviously if white fucks up the bar goes like all black. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like if white fucks up really bad, all of a sudden the bar's like all black because blacks most likely to win. Yeah, I need that for the fantasy football draft. Like I need, I need to make a pick, and the moment I make the pick, I I want the algorithm to tell me, to be like, this is the pick you fucked up. Like, the, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is the one that was outrageous, and you should you should feel bad about. Um, but yeah. So, um. Anyways, I, like I said, I felt really good about my team until that. I'm yeah. looking now, and uh, Josh Allen has already scored a touchdown against me. So this week's not looking great. Oof! and <laughs> he, he, he's, yeah. he's, he's in the red zone again. Um, and, and my man's only—we're like eight minutes into the first quarter. Um, he's just absolutely fucking my shit in half right yeah. now. Well, but, it, he's on his own.
1: He's on his own. Uh, Fifteen. So it's it's. Oh, okay. You're safe. You're safe. I'm safe at the moment. Yeah. Um. um fuck. What was I going to say about? you were talking about uh, oh the selection yeah yeah because for some reason I was trying to imagine like you like touch it and you go what is it oh my god you know what it is it's a drill tweet okay it's you know a drill from Twitter the guy who yeah with the Jack Nicholson yeah hold on Uh, it's uh... oh and so I was like, there's like something in my mind where I'm like imagining doing something and looking for approval as you do it. It's turning a big dial that says racism on it and constantly looking back at the audience for approval, like a, like a contestant on The Price Is Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like that's it. It's like, oh, um, uh, Javante Williams, is this is this what you want? Is this what would be good? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because about uh, because you we were talking about this afterward, where like you know you pick. You know, quarterback A and quarterback B, and the difference in total points for the season is 10, right? It's negligible. It's like 310 points or 300 points for the whole season. So you go, okay, well, then I'll just wait between the quarterback one and quarterback two, right? And then when you go to, like, look at their averages, or, like, when you go to, like, that week, you go to quarterback one, who is only 10 more, it's, like, averaging, or, you know, projected to get 22 points. And then quarterback B is, like, 16. So you're like, wait, so wait, so there is... Are they all this week? Like, yeah, so it's like, so what? Like, so what is this? What are we, what are we doing here, right? Yeah. Um.
0: But but yeah, but yeah. So I'm just uh, you know, I'm worried this this fantasy might not go. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be out here bobbing and weaving, uh, coming in at the waiver wire, trying to save my team, uh, from from destruction. Uh, but yeah, just uh, the fantasy football draft uh, is great and terrifying uh, all at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I think. You so know, it, 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 like you said, it bobs and flows. I, I always try to, you know, keep, keep my, my eye to the waiver, especially after like season, or not season, after like week like five or six. Like dudes yeah. start to get hurt. Like I think that's the most vital time, like right around that time. Because then if you pick up the right guy at around like five or six, like just before the midway point, you can ride that dude for the rest of the season. Um, I always remember my first uh, championship I won because I picked up uh, Alvin Kamara. He was mm-hmm. the rookie that year. And I, I remember I picked him up Dropped him and then picked him up again the next week. And I the rest of the season, he just went off, right? Like kickoff returns. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, he, he had an in- insane season. But I remember uh, thinking, or, or Odell Beckham, right? The dude comes in and starts like week four or five and then just takes off and has like one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time in 12 games. So I think that time is like the most important one But you want to be like, you know, you want to stick to your guys, but you also want to you know, be like, Nostradamus be like which guy is coming up right Um, I think uh, Amon uh, Amon Ross St. Brown mm-hmm. Uh, last year I think when I drafted him this season but I clicked on his points from last season and it's like 5, 2, 0, 5, 2, 1 and then somewhere around like week 7 or 8 it's like hmm, 10, 15, 12 18, <laughs> 22 and then just like you see like this consistent like you go oh okay this guy's catching up right so it's about right. catching that guy right the next
0: right exactly
1: uh, i'm in rossi brown
0: yeah so um yeah definitely looking forward to the football season uh Dak hurt his ankle uh wearing a new a new, a new set of cleats but he says he's fine so cowboys are already stressing me out right. uh, <laughs> uh yeah so we'll see how it goes uh, i got fucking we tyron smith's hurt so he signed jason peters who's like, a thousand years old, and also hurt a lot, so
1: hopefully, I hopefully
0: that doesn't backfire, like, I don't know, man, fuck all, fuck all this.
1: I saw, um, that people were talking, they were, like, the, the Cowboys tweeted something out, like, happy Labor Day to all workers out there or something, right, and so I checked the replies, cause like, well, I clicked on it, and I saw somebody, yeah. like, and all the replies were, like, sign Jason Peters, or I you, sign, time sign Jason Peters, and I was, like, wait, are we actually out here, like, thirsting, and, you know, Going crazy over Jason Peters isn't the dude like 40 years old, like isn't he as oh, old but, as Ninja or, or last year? Like,
0: yeah, I mean, the difference is that he's still good if he can stay healthy, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's gonna be better than any other Joe Schmo you can find laying around, uh, to, to replace your starter getting hurt, like, you know, what two weeks before the season starts. Um, so yeah, I mean. I'm definitely excited about Jason Peters. I'm just also anxious uh, for for like anytime I watch him fall, I'm gonna be like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) "Get up, get up!" Rocky movie. (laughs) Uh, Um, but yeah, hell yeah, bro! Josh Allen threw an interception. Uh, My fuck, let's go back. (laughs) (laughs) back. It's always
1: the worst, especially like when you watch one that's like week, you know, week one, and it's like this early, or you do like a. It's an early Saturday game, and you are like, looking at the projected. We might have already talked about this last year. You're like, look at that projected. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm about to win. Projected 120. They're projected 75. Ooh, yeah, it's over, right? And then, you know, a couple things happen here. Dude throws a pick. Maybe he doesn't. It's all projected, right? Especially if it's early on. He doesn't. You know, the other guy has another guy who, like, goes crazy like Jamar Chase. And then you're like, god damn it. Like, I I shouldn't have been as excited. Like, this is some bullshit.
0: And the same thing happens. Like you'll have an early game, and your running back will go off for like twenty five points. You're like, I'm fucking, I'm winning. And then like the four o'clock game, you're running your your other fucking your number two running back, like the second best player team scores like three, and you're like, Mm. God damn, I'm back. I'm fucking back down to earth. Bullshit. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Why do we play fantasy football, dog? This shit is awful. it's just like gambling bro this we're not supposed to be doing this right now uh, but yeah uh but yeah the fantasy football draft was uh was fun uh I just i'm gonna just aggressively talk shit all season That's all i can do mm-hmm. um but yeah there's that so we'll move on from that to mm-hmm. uh something that also seems like it was a stressful roller coaster yes uh, which is to say. Um, this "Don't Worry, Darling" movie by Olivia Wilde, mm-hmm. yeah. and so <clears throat> I know some of the some of the drama. Like, I don't know anything about that happened at the premiere. Like, I see you say the premiere was also a, a disaster. But mm-hmm. uh, the number one thing I gotta, I feel like I gotta say, is like, man, is Olivia Wilde like actually a psycho? Like, it, because <laughs> because I feel like. I, you can point at like every decision she's made and just be like that. That's weird, like or just straight up bad. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know why you're doing that. And then like the whole the whole shield above thing, where she's like, I fired him, and then he's like, No, you didn't. Here's this video of you asking me to say and shitting on the other person, yeah. Like, Man, like, here's the thing, maybe she didn't know that video exists, but, like, nothing prompted her to say that, like, she had to yeah. fire the other guy. Like, she's, she's out here doing, like, fucking, she's trying to get in front of a train that's not even there, and, like, mm-hmm. in doing so, uh, well, see, that's not a good analogy. I'm trying to think of another analogy. She, I don't know, it's like she's trying to to run away from... A, a tiger that hasn't even noticed her. But then once right. she starts running, the tiger's like, well, I can fucking eat that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, um, it makes no sense. Right. Because so, you know, she made books, books more regularly. My wild makes books more. And she goes, I want to make this other one I'm called, don't worry, darling. It's like a crazy script. Gets Florence Pugh. Awesome. One of the best young actresses in Hollywood Oscar. I mean, mm-hmm. gets Shia LaBeouf. You're like, eh, okay. But then around the time, it's when stuff starts going crazy with him, where he's, you know, he, um, abuses his uh girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. and you know it's really horrific shit, right? And so they he leaves, and they move on, and they cast Harry Styles, and so, anyway, so it, a so it's like Harry Styles
0: times. weird choice, weird choice yeah. to, for your fucking movie that seems like it's supposed to be like a hmm, I don't, I mean I don't know, but it's not, it doesn't seem like it's supposed to be like a. Like super big draw movie theater thing as much mm-hmm. as like a like Sundance kind of you know what I mean like yeah try and get in these awards kind of deal but you know maybe don't cast like the second main character to be a guy who has like almost mm-hmm. no acting experience right he, like his
1: only one is like a mostly silent role in a mm-hmm. you know, right where maybe he just looks like. Um, oh, and that reach. guy
0: also just happens to be the person that you're in a relationship with. Hey, it just all doesn't it all all well, looks funny in the light. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, they weren't in a relationship, right? And so then, oh, okay, yeah, they weren't in a relationship, but then they were from them filming, and so that's a little weird. And so, and so, the, anyway, so they start filming on set, and then he leave, she she leaves her then I think partner, oh, I think they've been having some like. Um, what's he called the falling out uh, Jason Sudeikis right mm. and apparent and so then the movie films and whatever and then a couple weeks ago there's a TikTok that something like a production assistant made or something no or somebody told a production who told somebody else who told somebody else who told make like, a TikTok person okay. and apparently like she was like super unprofessional she was like all like s- like super like oh Harry are you okay like oh somebody get Harry some water like you know like super like cud- um, yeah like, coddling, coddling him yeah. coddling him and stuff so much so that she would like wouldn't come out of her trailer. your Wild, and Florence Pugh had to direct some of the movie herself, and God so damn, yeah, <laughs> Fuck. And so she, and so they were like, she like hates her and stuff. And so I was like, wow, that sounds really scandalous. That's crazy. Well, you know, it's, it's a TikTok, right? It's just a TikTok right. online. And then I sent it to the, my this group chat I have with some people from from college who, like, followed movies and stuff. And I was like, look, this isn't this is funny. They say that Florence Pugh directed herself in some of the movie. And my buddy was like, oh, my God. He, like, lives in L.A. He's like, oh, my God, I had heard that too. And I was like, oh, holy shit. So, apparently, like, like filming was like a shitstorm, right? And then, like you said, like, after it wraps, she's like, oh, you know, we fired Shia. But then video comes out that says that she didn't, like you said.
0: And, and also what's worse is that she's like, we fired Shia because Florence Pugh, didn't feel comfortable and we had to keep her safe. And then the video is her being like, nah, please don't leave Florence Punies to get her shit together. Like, like <laughs> it, it could yes, not be more exactly opposite of what you're on video saying.
1: It makes no sense what she would do that, especially because, uh, so I've been following movies, you know, like as a hobby, you like, you know, sort of keeping up with them for almost 18 years now. Right. Since I was like in, in middle school. Right. And the one go-to that people always go to that nobody ever says shit about, You say, creative differences. I have seen a thousand (laughs) fucking movies that I want to see die, you know, get smothered in the crib because they say creative differences, right? You go, oh, go Rubinsky. He's so close to making Bioshock. Oh, he left the project because of creative differences. Dude, Guillermo del Toro himself has like a dozen movies that all are creative differences (laughs) like syndrome dead, right? Yeah. So that's all she had to say. That Oh, creative differences. He left. And
0: the crazy thing is it doesn't even seem like I mean, I'm not crazy about Shia LaBeouf, but, like, there was no fucking, uh, like, I don't, I never heard any, like, rumbling that he was, like, itching to get this out there like it's not i don't feel like he was like trying to be like right no nah, this movie was dog shit and i'm gonna tell the world like, right. like i didn't get any it's of that she just decided me. to go like she decided to start a fight and then, yeah. like immediately somebody got said, shot like, or it's like
1: one of those you know the no, you know those nobody tweets right where it's like nobody colon and then you know, oh somebody yeah, did something yeah. outrageous yeah it's like, yeah it's like i'm prompted you're like why did you do that in real life um and so then the premiere starts to come up at venice film festival And then there's news, they're like, oh, Florence Pugh isn't promoting any other movie other than at Venice. Like, she's not doing the premiere, like, in L.A., in New York. She's not doing talk shows, anything. And that's when I was like, oh. (laughs) This shit went south. Those TikToks were real. They're like, oh, it's because she's filming Dune, right? And somebody was like, they're saying you're filming Dune? When literally Timothy Chalamet has been dancing around Venice for, like, the last three or four days, drinking (laughs) at the premiere of his show, or his movie, doing crazy shit. Um... And also, like,
0: for what it's worth, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, Florence Pugh wouldn't know this, but, like, everybody that has so far seen the movie, like, they're like, the only two redeeming things in it are fucking Florence Pugh and Chris Pine. So, like, those, if anything else, like, right, mm-hmm. you would expect those two people to promote it super hard just because it makes them look good. Like, everybody come watch this thing that I put in fucking amazing work on. Right, right. right. It's
1: like at the end of the season, you're on an 0-16 team, and you're like, well, I need a highlight reel, bro. I need to go Uh off. Uh I'm Calvin Uh Johnson. I need to put up, you know, 120 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, like every time
0: you're in an interview, you're like, have you seen my numbers? You're like, fuck the team. That's not what we're talking about right now.
1: Mm -hmm. I forget who who was a – one of the McCourty twins was on a podcast I was listening to. He was on one of the, one of them was on the um, Cleveland Browns Owen 16 team. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, it sucks because it's hard. You know, at the end of the season, you go, dude, what am I doing with this for? What am I getting out of bed for? And he's like, some dudes at a certain point, you just end up going out there and balling for yourself. You got to get that next contract. You, those stats have to show up because you don't, you, you know, you can't show to a team or a free, you know, a, a manager or an agent being like, well, you know, I know I didn't have the picks, but, I gave a lot of heart. I was committed to the end. You can't show <laughs> it, right? So it's like that. It's like you would right. want Chris Pine or you know either one of them to be like, no, you know, it's, I I was very committed in this performance. I think is really great. So that when people go, they'll be like, oh, you know, we should give him an Oscar.
0: Yeah. The thing is, is how <laughs> that means they are more spiteful to this movie than they are like in support of their own careers. Like they, like for this specific moment, they're like, you know what? fuck this movie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Because the thing is, I, all the videos I've seen of Chris Biden, he looks wildly fucking annoyed to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so it's, it's just like they, they teamed up. They're like, look, we, we, they're like, we put up numbers and they're like, all right, so what are you going to talk about in the post game conference? It's like, I'm going to just shit all over this team. It's like, why? <laughs> exactly. It's like, you could just talk about the <laughs> numbers you put up. they like, no nah, mm-hmm. fuck that like I, I want everyone to know how awful this thing is
1: yeah yeah it's dinner on arrival and so then you know they had the premiere this week and you know everybody was like looking at everything super close like oh my god look she like you know she went to say hi and the other girl didn't say hi and like they didn't even like interact with each other and then there was like this clip where and the first time i saw it it's like it's, it's chris pine and he's sitting down and it's uh olivia wilde to his right and then yeah and then harry styles comes comes and sits down (laughs) and sits down and at first i was like oh he's like ignoring him no somebody said like look he's clapping and he's expecting harry to say hi to olivia but he doesn't so he's like laughing at it and then somebody ran it back and then right at the moment that he stops clapping it looks like harry styles like spits or he goes like that like really quick and people lost their mind they're like oh shit i just kind of went along with it because i was like "That's kind of funny that these people are psychopaths, and, yeah. and they have a thousand cameras on them, it's like WWE, pretty much, right?
0: Yeah. it's like
1: something like The Rock would do. Like <laughs> you know, get spit on, and then he yeah. would like, do like a like a pause and smile, and then you would, you, you know, the thing like, you know, they'd like throw like a thousand punches or something, right? Mm-hmm. So the WWE fan in, in me is like, dude, this is a great work. This is great stuff. This is you got the heel, you got the I need a face turn right now. You know. What I'm <laughs> um but it's it's crazy and you know and so Florence is like she's like I'm not doing any more bullshit other than this (laughs) um and then like her stylist like posted a picture of her wearing one of the dresses and then captioned the 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 picture like Miss Flo which is what Olivia Wilde called her in that video yeah um just like
0: fun shit just like something yeah this this (laughs) is legit WWE storyline level (laughs) exactly yeah I was, is yeah. Triple H head of creative for this movie? <laughs> <laughs> He's back. It's all a big boring. a new women's <laughs> champion uh, by the end of the week. They're just trying to get. They're trying to make a good storyline before WrestleMania. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Harry Styles is going to win the Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh man, but yeah. So this movie just seems like a like absolute shit show. And then like the thing is, is like if all this drama was there, and then they turned around and they were like this movie's amazing then like it would all be worth it right like like, even all this drama I'm, i'm not saying like all the drama goes away but like ultimately if there's a bunch of drama and then the movie turns out great there's so much fucking buzz around this movie in either direction that people are watching it but it's like everything i've seen is like the script is great it's not filmed particularly great a lot of like you know you can kind of see all the big things coming, mm-hmm. and like they say, Chris Pine's great and Florence Pugh's great, and then everything else is just fucking blah And it's like that's the worst. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, and, and and like you're saying, like if it was great, you go, oh my god, this is art, right? Made it yeah. under the furnace of pressure, and, and but <laughs> no, it's... yeah, that's not what we got. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's fucking rough. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's. Man, like I said, Olivia, Wilde, I just mm, something's not adding up now. I'm <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, the, there was the whole thing with her on stage where she got the summons and like, uh, or the she got served the paperwork or whatever. Yeah, from Jason Yeah. And she said, like, I read somewhere, I didn't see this originally, but I read somewhere recently that she like kind of tried to shit on Jason because about it, and it's like. He doesn't have anything to do with that, <laughs> like, right? Like he he just has to, he has to get you the paperwork, and they decide how they're doing it, like right. So and that's,
1: it, that's what people were saying. They're like, it, it's just like compounded, right? Like you have like that, and then that also happened a couple months ago when they were promoting it and stuff. So I think, yeah, I mean, I I think I'm still gonna go see it because I think there need to be more of these type of movies in theaters like you know like a, a thriller with big like an, a fucking like you know oscar-nominated actress mm-hmm. playing like this big you know thriller where there's like a conspiracy you know like the, basically the movies that they used to give like halle berry back in like the early 2000s right <laughs> right um and they don't have these in theaters anymore um so i, I mean i'll go see it i want to see what the fuss is about and i went and, and you know and like you said you know, florence Pugh is one of the best um the, the her performance is great so i'm excited to see that so you know, we'll we'll see how it uh, we'll see how it goes, and uh, yeah, and I'll say on here if it's worth seeing or not. If I'm like, i like, dude, this performance all the time, I'm like Elvis. Well, Elvis, the movie, I, I actually have come around on it a little bit. I think it's actually like, good or mm-hmm. almost pretty good. But his performance is great. So I come in being like, uh, don't worry, darling, it's fine. But holy shit, her performance is nuts. You know.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, don't worry, darling. Uh, we'll see how that goes, and then you know another thing you need to keep an eye on, right? Is that like, do you think? I, I mean, I don't know, but like, if you whenever you do watch this movie, you need to like try and keep in the back of your mind, or at least think about it, like very quickly afterwards, like how much do we think Harry Styles held this movie back? <laughs> like, <laughs> especially in comparison to to the Woodley.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, you know, pop stars have been trying to make; they've always made the the move to acting. The, the tale is all the time, right? And sometimes they nail it, like Barbra Streisand or Lady Gaga. And then sometimes they fall flat, like Harry Styles. Or... <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody else. Who yeah, the I... shittily. Jared Leto. I mean, he. he I mean, I you know now he's doing. You know, he's not doing great stuff. But we talked. We've talked on here before how his oh, best stuff is when he. I guess Jared Leto would be both, right? You could say he, could, he was both, he, both, right? He's right. he came in and you go, wow, that dude was pretty good in Panic Room and um, working for a Dream and Fight Club. Wow, he's a nice, solid performance. Um, Dallas Buyers Club, solid leading guy, right? Now, now if you go, oh, Jared Leto's in a movie, you go, oh my god, this <laughs> <fucking> guy over <laughs> here, yeah. this fucking Morbius bullshit. So I'm trying to think um, of
0: anybody else like pop star wise, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh,
1: right? He, he was, oh, yeah, he was solid in um social network, and there was a little network. bit where they were trying to make him uh like a a, a, a guy, right? He had yeah. about, like,
0: and I don't think he ever, I I don't, I think that was a stretch. Like, I think he's like a good like sidekick, right? I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. he's, I don't think he's leading guy material, but he's he's definitely like a, a serviceable uh, second man, um, yeah.
1: But see. yeah, somebody's got a list. Amex Essentials has a website. American Express website. <laughs> has a list of the fifty greatest pop stars? Why does this why does this exist? <laughs> uh Andy Moore. Man, I heard Andy Moore was good in that show. Um what's it called? This is Life? This is Us? This is Us? I heard that one I heard she was good in that. Okay. Common? Well he's kinda of small comment
0: All right, man every time i think a comment in a movie and i don't i don't know why this has overwhelmed is that fucking scene in john wick With that. <laughs> he's like shooting
1: it like under his arm like down yeah. the
0: escalator and shit kills me every time um,
1: um queen latifah man yeah. okay oscar nominated
0: eh, yeah i guess okay i didn't realize oscar nominated was a part of it but
1: yeah okay so i mean i David guess I get it could happen for sure Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg sort of
0: I'm gonna say no I like I get it but like his 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 music career was like
1: like think one popular song
0: and like yeah yeah and like not even I mean I guess at the time it was it wasn't like a joke but now now, like Mm -hmm. now it's you would never think of his pop career like that, that's the thing is that like somebody would have to tell you he did a song. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's, uh-huh. there's a whole generation of people that fucking know, yeah. our age and under that like never knew he did that song. So right, just, like, exactly. he's an actor. Like. Yeah. Share. Um, uh, Lenny Kravitz.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will Smith. Will Smith. Uh, that's another one. I'm not sure. Like, cause yeah, cause he started out as like an actor, pretty much right after. I think David yeah. Bowie's a good one. He was good in uh, the Prestige. Dolly Parton, apparently. Although I haven't seen her in any acting roles. Okay. Just but yeah, okay. So, really. so
0: it does happen more than I, I thought, but...
1: But it's like some of these, I feel like... Like, um, one of them... Another one I saw on the list is Jennifer Hudson, right? But you, like, you start singing, but then immediately get a movie. So you're not really, like, somebody who's, like, a singer and then becomes right. an actor. Kind of like Lady Gaga or Harry Styles. I mean, you know... Right, that's what i I
0: feel like... Yeah, I feel like you have to have, like... All right, so for this to turn for this to to me legitimately be like music star turned actor slash actress, I feel like the the thing has to be is that before you transition to doing movies, if you retired from music, would that be like a full career? You know what I mean? Okay, yes, yes, yes.
1: There's a different, yeah, exactly. There's a difference between that and something. So, like if
0: Justin Timberlake, despite having done a ton of music after the fact, right? Yeah, Justin Timberlake fucking went from like the shit he did with NSYNC like and then retired and we never saw from him again you would you would still be like that was like a full career he had like three albums you know what i mean like they they were huge that's Mm -hmm. a music career and then all of a sudden he showed up in a thing but like if it happens at the same time or like you have like one album and then you turn into an actor it's like that's not really it like that's not really what i'm talking about here
1: exactly yeah yeah
0: um, but yeah, so anyways, don't worry, really, darling. See uh, Harry Styles fuck this movie up along with Olivia Wilde, um, and then watch Florence Pugh uh, try to save it in the acting, and then immediately bail on it in the in the post release. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, so uh, the next thing you wanted to talk about was uh, this UNC Ave State game, which what I heard was a fucking nightmare like
1: <laughs> yeah it was horrific it was like one of the worst games i've ever seen and one of the best games i've ever seen yeah at the same time um so i wanted to talk about it because um uh, the thing that happened where people you know how that uh, um in football they always go we scored too quickly right we scored yeah. too quickly and I, you know, most of the time it's sort of jokingly because it's like, how can that be? It's like mm-hmm. it's counterintuitive, kind of right? You do the thing that you're supposed to do too fast. Mm-hmm. And in this game it happened at least four times. <laughs> four or five times where both teams did it to the other team. So okay. um so when I was watching it, Carolina goes down 21 to 7. Fuck, man, they're gonna blow it again, shit team. And then the defense flips a switch. And then they, I think they score like 28 or 30 something unanswered, right? And they go mm-hmm. up, I want to say like 35 to 21 or 42 to 21. They were up by 20 at some point. So like, all right, cool. Going into the fourth, we got this, bro. Let me see, 28. No, yeah, they were up 41 to 21. Okay. Going into the fourth. And that then It seems North like Carolina- a
0: pretty. Pretty safe lead. I mean, I, no safe. lead is safe, but like, especially when you're that much better than the other team, or supposed to be that much better than the other team. Exactly.
1: You'd think. Yeah. And so then they scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. You go, man, killing it. You got 63 points. The issue was that Appalachian State scored 40 points in the quarter. 40. Four zero. 0 I think six touchdowns. Yeah. And so, basically, what happened was... What the I fuck remember, was your defense doing, bro? Dude, just, they weren't even there, dude. They were just bro, even like, if no, you played good. prevent defense, it wouldn't
0: get that bad. Like, if every... If from the beginning of the fourth quarter to the end of the game, you played prevent defense, you would at least shave enough time off the clock for that to not be a thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so Carolina's down. You know, they're up by... You know, going into the fourth, the dude scores, scores a touchdown, making it 41-28. I'm sweating a little bit. I'm like, okay, <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are you doing there, honey? <laughs> and then two minutes later, at the ten minute mark, they score another touchdown. Okay, 41-35. Oh fuck, now I got to Actually, give a shit. Fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. A minute later, we I think in two plays they went 75 yards. Again, scoring too fast. And Drake made runs for two points. 49 to 35 with nine minutes to go. So, like, two mm-hmm. touchdowns. You're gonna be scared. Oh, oh, okay. Two minutes later, seven-minute mark, they score a touchdown. Forty nine forty-two. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Go away. Like, fuck off. Right? <laughs> right. Three minutes later, at the four minute mark, they tie it. Right. Forty-nine, forty-nine. Oh my God. Like, all right, Drake. Drake mang. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah, four minutes, dude. Just nice long drive. Burn out the clock. Kick a field goal. And kick a field goal. Up. Let's go home, right? They score too quickly. They score a forty-two-yard pass with two fifty to go. This is the first time. No, this is the first time I said they scored too quickly. Mm-hmm motherfuckers, you drive down the field and with 31 seconds to go, they hit a, they score a touchdown and they go for two for the win mm-hmm. to make it 57, 56, but they don't, they miss the two, right? App State does. Mm-hmm. And so you go, okay, they're going to try an onside kick. Just fall on it. There's 28 seconds. Fall on it. Kneel it. They had no timeouts. Kneel it. Let's go home. End it. They do an onside kick. The tight end gets the ball. And scores a touchdown on the onset kick.
0: He's like, let me get my numbers.
1: Like, like, exactly, <laughs> like we talked right?
0: about. He was like, this year's going to be a tough year. Maybe yeah, I got I to make sure I put up my number.
1: But even then, dude. So, right. So, like, I would say that. I would think that. I'd be like, you motherfucker. i you like, two minutes to go. Right? Yeah. 28 seconds. You go, 28 seconds. 63, 50, 55. Like, that's it, right? You yeah. didn't score too quickly. There isn't too much time. I could say... Score too quickly, <laughs> jokingly, because there are literally twenty eight seconds to go and they have no timeouts. Mm-hmm. In nineteen seconds, they score a touchdown. Oh my god! They score god. a touchdown. They got a touchdown in nineteen in nineteen seconds. So with nine seconds to go, they go. They got a touchdown. So it's sixty three sixty one. They go for two, and they barely miss it. They literally <laughs> get two yards away from the two point conversion, and then the game ends. So. I just had never seen right that that onside kick. I had never seen that before. Where you go, like, it, you know, he catches it. I'm, I'm like, go, go, touchdown, touchdown. In the back of my mind, I go, touchdown, not good? Question mark.
0: But then I'm like, <laughs> no,
1: no way, right, dude? Because like, how does it, I, I just had never seen an ending like that. Before.
0: Yes, I, had, I mean, I'm. That's I'm trying to think. There was a I can't remember his name. There was a running back. For the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Oh, uh Brian Westbrook.
0: Brian Westbrook. Yes. I kept wanting to say like Brian Robinson. I knew that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Brian Westbrook, I remember he like yes. broke off a big run at the end of the game. And like I remember fantasy people were losing their fucking mind. Because mm-hmm. my man mm-hmm. breaks off that run, gets to like the five, and he's like, Wait a minute. If I, if I just fucking go down instead of scoring, we just kneel out the clock and end the game. And right. so he does the right football play, like the, the high IQ football play. It just fucking falls down on, like, the two. And they're just like, I, I remember when I saw that, I was like, huh? Like, why, yeah. why did that happen? And then, like, you know, they, they're explaining, like, no, this actually, like, is... This really ends the game, whereas... You know, and the thing is, is when you hear that, you're like, I guess, but if he'd have scored a touchdown, there's no way the other team scores. Right, and it's like, you point, see shit right? like this, and you're like, nah, he was right. He definitely should have just fell at the two. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, Todd Gurley did some shit like that too a couple years ago. Same thing, where he, like, you know, went down at the two. And it's so counterintuitive, right? Because right. you, it's like, um, it's no different than like in basketball, right? When you get an outlet pass mm-hmm. right into the basket and like, it's like, if you got it and you went up for the basket, but you held it to get fouled, you go mm-hmm. technically correct, but always scoring more is always good because that's the point of the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially when it's, you know, you go up by a touchdown, right? You're not going up. You're not tied. Right. If you're tied and you, you you have a chance to score, you go, yes, go, go. But if you're already up, you go, go, go get more points, get more points. But that somehow is the opposite. Right. So, yeah, yeah, sixty three to sixty one, like just like no defense. The opposite of 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 a defense, right? There were no my,
0: humans out there. My favorite, my favorite stat I saw was that App and Carolina apparently played uh, against each other in basketball this season, and their final score combined was mm-hmm. lower than the football game one. It's
1: like, yeah, the I was at that game. Going? Yeah, Carolina won like sixty five to fifty two or something like that. Right? And, yeah fucking nuts so i have so i mean i'm you know the, the deep the, the rest of the season may go as it goes you know five i think 500 and it's whatever it is what it is but yeah this game i will remember this game for a long time just because at the end i was trying to leave i was like oh this game's wrapped up i'm gonna head out you know i gotta you know gotta, you know put on my shoes get out the door and i was literally putting on my shoes and i'm like all right well they scored a touchdown all right we're up by two touchdowns let's go okay here comes out okay Oh, we scored. Okay, cool. Now let's go. Yeah, they come again. <laughs> <Next>
0: <laughs> right. That's one of those ones where, like, if it was a later game, like, if it was, like, a Sunday night football game or Monday night football,
1: mm-hmm. you, like,
0: you go to bed. And then you wake up the next morning and you just pull up ESPN. And you're like, huh? Excuse me? I missed yeah, a
1: classic. What the hell is this? <laughs> I think it was a couple years ago. It was that Monday night game against the Chiefs and the Rams. And it was, like, 51 to 49 or something like that. It was like that. It's just like a... The definition of a shootout.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, um, that's a fucking, it's a stressful, stressful time to to be a fan. Luckily, both luckily and unluckily, um, I'm I'm, I'm a Syracuse fan, and we haven't been relevant in football, I don't know how long, so it's like, I don't really I don't really follow college football that much like I tune in like right around the time the conference each conference has its like little championship and we get mm-hmm. to the uh the national title game that's like when I tune in to to college football. Um but yeah that that shit would have stressed me all the way out. I wouldn't be here for it.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. The o- the can't... only other
0: college football I've ever seen is highlights of fucking uh I don't know if you remember that highlight the Syracuse quarterback he like Tries to hurdle a guy and just fucking like flying knees him in the head. It killed me every time I, I think saw I've it. Seen it. Right. I know think think I'm thinking about it might have been against Clemson too because we almost beat Clemson. Uh, the year Clemson, mm. one of the years Clemson was number one. Uh, yeah, and he like goes to hurdle a guy and the defender doesn't duck. He like goes for upright tackle and he just gets mean oh. in
1: the fucking head. Like what's his name? Um...
0: Oh God! uh, Yeah, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown when he just his was extra bad though because he like stomps that dude right. Doesn't he take like a cleat to the face? Just cleat
1: to the face, dude. Yeah, like broke that dude's like jaw or some shit. Hit
0: that dude with the sweet chin music in the middle of a football game. But yeah, Uh, yeah. College football. Also, I feel like college football is prone to this stuff more because you know it's uh, much more raw talent and less refined. Um, But yeah. Uh, those those games can be stressful and uh, you know sometimes you don't want to score yeah it's it's the opposite of the fucking jokey john madden announcement he's like you know whoever scores the most points is going to win this game uh, you know sometimes you yeah. just need to back the fuck off a little bit <laughs> <laughs> It's like a magic johnson tweet <laughs> yeah, exactly um but yeah uh what was the, uh, and you wanted to touch on this last thing super quick
1: yeah, yeah, so um, today, um, they just announced, or not today, but last week they announced uh, COVID boosters, and so I just wanted to tell everybody, you know, the, the holidays are coming up, so you're going to be indoors with people, is not it cooler, so, you know, just get yourself a booster. I, I went um, earlier today, um, right after work at five, I got the flu shot in one arm, and I got the COVID booster in the other one, um, it literally took three minutes to schedule, and then just once I was there, five minutes. So, like, a grand total of time, it literally took me longer to drive to and from the pharmacy than it did to schedule and do it and get it done. Um, and so right now, I, f- I feel fine. A little, my eyes are a little heavy, but and I'm sure tomorrow, it's I'm probably gonna be a little, little, you know, a little uh, sloppy, little woozy, vert, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's it's never hit me hard. I mean, I, I've had you know the first one, the second one, and then the first booster, and all three of those were just you know the next day maybe a little groggy. Sydney yeah. usually doesn't get anything. Um, my mom gets a little tired. My dad is the one that's like on his butt. He's just like exhausted. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, but yeah, if you have a chance, if you're listening to this, go ahead get your booster before the holidays. Um, super easy. All Walgreens, all CVS's. Um, yeah, just just you know, um, if you if you have a chance, you definitely you know take take advantage of it. And I'm pretty sure I think it's free with. All insurances, I think.
0: I think so. Um, yeah, yeah. The reason it's free though is because the government wants to track you with the microchip. <laughs> okay, Aaron uh, you know what? Hold on, though. God damn it. See, all right, it's not a big deal, but like, all all these people that were like, it's a government conspiracy. It's like, why? if they were if why do they keep giving me more shots? Like like this seems like it'd be a one and done thing if it was a government conspiracy. Like exactly. they wouldn't have to keep giving them to me. Like, it's like, one, like how many microchips are gonna be in my arm at the end of this fucking a ten I, year span?
1: Yeah, you're gonna be walking around and just hear metal detectors <laughs> just fucking every
0: time you go through one it just fucking goes off. It's
1: like dog, don't you realize I never make it in a plane no more? Oh shit Oh okay. <laughs> my pharmacy you like sir I don't know what You're talking about
0: <laughs> you the doctor That while he's got The fucking syringe In his hand <laughs>
1: yeah, He writes down uh, Psych evaluation Question mark. <laughs> It's like uh, I wrote down the name Of a therapist You can go talk to <laughs> They just come in With like those Old timey Like straight jackets Yeah and, like, Two giant Muscle yeah. bald they men They fucking Will you out Like
0: fucking Hannibal Lecter Yeah <laughs> Uh, this
1: shoot. is kanye in 2022 get him out of here <laughs> <laughs> My God.
0: oh man um all right that's the episode for this week <laughs> if you want to catch me you can catch me at T-Money Bags on instagram and twitter
1: and i'm at evercastro92 on instagram uh
0: you can get the podcast at different animals pod on instagram and twitter or email us different animals podcast at gmail.com as usual stay safe stay entertained and we'll catch you guys next week later peace